Is in Magnolia. Oh, man. I knew you were going to start off this way. Um, <laughs> my first, uh, I didn't know, but if there was anyone around to know, they would have known lizard brain meltdowns. Uh, I was in like the first or second grade, and I was going to a birthday party. And the one part that I have a little bit confused because it was so long ago was if I was obsessed with this girl that was in my class or her sister. But um, it was a snowy day driving through Magnolia out to that point over there. And is, is Magnolia staring you down right Magnolia, now? Yeah. yeah my past, staring at my past right stares now. me down. <laughs> Always. That's good. Anyways, you should just stare right back. Um, it was a snowy day. Right it was a snowy right day back. in Magnolia. And Keep the gaze. my mom and I when were... your past <laughs> looks at you, don't flinch. Don't flinch. Stare right back. Don't blink. Keep don't the blink. Keep the gaze. Does, does the void stare back at you? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, we ended up getting T-boned. I am the I'm the void. We ended up getting T-boned by a UPS truck nice. in, in snowy Magnolia. And it was actually really bad. When your like past T-bones you? Packages came out in of the... snowy Magnolia? Yeah, it was like... So it was holiday Magnolia. It was holiday, like, UPS rush hour. And my mom's car got totaled. And she was, like, crying, terrified. And Where the are we UPS at with this The UPS driver was, like, terrified. And, and we just got in this, like, horrible car accident. And I had the most panicked... Lizard brain. tantrum <laughs> meltdown that was yeah that was like fueled by lizard brain because I was like because I didn't know I had to go see this girl and I had no idea what was going on and I like I didn't even it didn't even go through my mind that we got in a car accident or my mom or I could have died or anything it was like I was ready to run through the snow <laughs> in Magnolia leaving the car accident behind to get to this you were like you were like Tony Soprano running from yeah. the FBI agents <laughs> like Just... I was panicking about my lizard brain yeah and I had no Your and I was the last to know what was going on you didn't on. know that you were Your like mom is that Johnny I didn't know I had lizard brain at the moment yeah. you had a terrible case of monomania <laughs> yeah. Yeah. did you I get was, like, screaming and like I was like I was like fuck <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you weren't helping. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you feel some type of way in your belly button? Humay, humay, clearly AB does. So that was my that was my right first now, yeah. moment of uh, like manic, uncontrollable disaster lizard brain. You know, there's all did, sorts did of... Did you get your heart broken at that point? No. It all worked out in the end. Did, wow, oh. it did. It did. So that was just an obstacle that you got around? It took, yeah. it took yeah. 20 well, years like, to work like, out. The car, none of it Lots mattered of as, soon as, I saw, <laughs> as soon as I got Hopefully. to the birthday, I was like, essentially like, yeah, fuck my mom in the car accident, the UPS driver and all the horrible very, things that very, just happened. Yes, I'm all very good. good very you got good. what you wanted. Well, look, li lizard brain yeah. really puts things in perspective for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Is it lizard brain when you're five years old? <laughs> <laughs> he was 10. You were five? I don't know. I mean, you were like in first grade. First, second grade. It was, I was really young. That's really seven. wild. But it was that like, you know, really it was wild. more just <laughs> like... Dave, you're shouting. <laughs> I mean, shout away. You're it's yelling. okay. I'm zooted. You're finally zooted. All right, can we get an intro? I'm back. I'm fine. Who's, talk, who's talking right moment. now? <laughs> I've been waiting to process it for 20 years. It's beautiful. We're, we're here to support you and help you. I love you. I love you. But here's I, the thing. I cherish you and worship you. You are the big man in my house. I respect thank you, you and I, th I thank you for your whole life. It was a, and, and I think it was a young brain moment as we enter into young brain. In the whole just constellation of lizard brain stories I've heard and experienced, and there's plenty of really insane ones and dark ones, mm -hmm. that might be one of the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> Is there yeah. anything that could have stopped you? Like a sniper shooting you in the I foot? I mean, I suppose like... if my mom died in the car accident, yeah. like, oh, that God. would have <laughs> turned me around. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, uh, do you feel, probably. Dave, thing, like that, that uh, your happen. your past is a sniper that just shoots you in the feet every once in a while? Yeah, I'm constantly looking for like uh, watchtowers where people would be shooting me, but it's just my past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly looking <laughs> where my past is. <laughs> yeah. Are all those watchtowers uh, north of where you are? Yes. <laughs> I would think they're south of where you are and you're trying to get away as fast as you can. Oh, yeah, that makes more well, sense. Well, uh, like, the, the thing is, is I'm constantly running north, but that also means I'm constantly running towards at, the snipers. The s- <laughs> no, 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 no. You're running run- towards... You're running from the trauma. Sni- <laughs> you're running. You're running from. You're running from the snipers and running towards the just yeah, row of machine out. guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I just there's there's got to be a point that's far enough north where I pass all of the snipers and I'm finally free. Yeah, but they're in and wa- home to die. That's yeah, but they're exactly <laughs> right, brother. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah but aren't right. they in watchtowers? Can they just don't they have like a panoramic? It's really view far. It's a really far run. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take my whole life. <laughs> Does the past hold your hand? Yes. Does the does the does the past tickle your pinky? Hey, does the past uh, ever does the past ever envelop you like smoke? Does the past okay, ever does, does the past ever rub your foot? Let's ask Sebastian some questions. <laughs> does the past ever put gel in your hair and tell you it's going to be okay and just does, do it, give you a little tap on the, the butt on your way out the door? Does the past have a glacial deep impact on you? Does the yes. past live inside the cup you're about to drink and whisper? You're breaking to you? him. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being broken. We should intro the app. Yeah, so here we are. <laughs> it's Prep the Cup. Uh, it's, uh, today we're talking about Young Brain. Um, we'll do a quick round here. AO. David. <laughs> Stuart. Broken Man. AB. Seb. Ronan. Mary Kay. Um, welcome, Mary Kay and Ronan. Thank you. We're, we're in your living room at your, or your dining room table. Uh, How's it been so far? Fascinating. Oh, get up yeah. on it. Get up on it. <laughs> fascinating. You got to go in the top. It's a real okay. That beautiful. Yeah. Um, fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, <laughs> in in what way? Like a like a zoo exhibit or? <laughs> no, no. Just um, well, to get to watch a movie together and then have everybody bring their viewpoint and their other experiences to seeing what was there. Tell and tell and there are other experiences like Dave's lizard brain recollection that have nothing to do with the movie. Or maybe they have everything. 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 It's all connected. Always. Ooh, little chicklets. <laughs> two for AO. Should I take two or one? How many are left? You already got two. Well, I could put it back. No, two is perfect. We're, t- we're looking at a tiny Altoid tin full of Three. chicklets, and I'm trying to figure out how many to how many to take out. You're psychotic. <laughs> Is this your past catching up to you? The way the, the way that you uh, you plucked those out of there was really nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Ben Shaken impression. <laughs> the way you uh, plucked them out was a Ben Shaken deal. For oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. Methodical. Uh, young brain. Uh, it's when you're young. Uh, it's when you're not thinking too clearly. Could you give us a uh, rundown of the, uh, what is it, the physiological developmental aspects of young brain? Or just your general impressions? Well, so uh, the brain, you know, biologically speaking, is uh, developing um, at a pretty rapid pace up until the time people are about 25 or 6. So there's a lot of maturation of the pathways and things like that that are occurring. Um, so uh, the way people perceive things and respond to things and monitor their own behavior before that is probably a little 
uh, more loosely organized, you would say. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. So, um, so things don't change as much afterwards in terms of how, and how, what your experience is all those years has a lot to do with how it forms, you know, as we know. So, um, so I guess that would be the, the main, the main business of young and old brain. So I guess that concept is that the response of people with young brain may be more original or more, or less standard or predictable or less consistent one situation to another. So what's a, what's a symptom of that condition? <laughs> Perhaps in a specific and like an anecdotal symptom. Um, well, I, I'm thinking of a friend of mine who taught uh, junior high and high school forever. And, you know, he had like really, he loved kids and he loved what he did. But he said, you know, the real problem with high school students is they're just a bunch of knuckleheads. And so I think that's pretty descriptive, that <laughs> you know, because it's like, you knew better than to do that. But in the moment, that was their best thinking, or that's what seemed obvious to them. And if they had been... 30, they would not have done that because it they, all made they, quote unquote sense, knew better knew better but it's but on the other hand then you have maybe a greater range of creativity yeah i mean i think the other thing and what i love so much about that exact phenomenon is that they'll be a total knucklehead but in the previous moment or the following moment they'll be um incredibly insightful or profoundly. just like profoundly profoundly aware <laughs> profoundly <laughs> lucid is, yeah, yeah i don't think start. the young brain has anything to do with not being perceptive or insightful it's just um i have one son who struggled with this for many years <laughs> of um, having any kind of reliable control over what he did in the moment not me though right not you that's really are, cool. you, are you stealing valor and, and, the, <laughs> and the really frustrating thing for people who are trying to help him with this sort of erratic behavior problem or not very sensible behavior problem was that when he when he uh, deconstructed the situation or debriefed on it, he had profound insight over exactly what had gone on, but it didn't really, really give tight. him any ability to do different in the moment. What a knucklehead. He was a giant knucklehead. <laughs> so actually, I, uh, I, my principal uh, used to call me a knucklehead all the time. He used to get in trouble all the time with me and my friends. And one of the things that he would do, this is in middle school, which is like the ripe age to be a knucklehead. Right. And... He would always like sit down and basically conceptualize and objectify our behavior, and we would like have a conversation with him about like what we did, and we were all very aware and could see exactly like all of our like misbehavior and disorganization. But yet we, the next day, we were like you know doing crazy shit and and getting in trouble. So it was like there was that disconnect. Oh, you know that reminds me of just like I was teaching this class uh, long term, and I was making assignments, and it's really important to set expectations when you make assignments because that's how you're grading and everyone needs to be really clear. Everyone else has to be on the same page, but it just without fail, you know, it's like, here's these five expectations day in, day out. Okay, remember, <laughs> you've got to do this, this, and this, and this fourth thing takes a while. You've got to get started on it. And inevitably, without fail, just somebody's just like, oh, it took so long. I, d I didn't do it. <laughs> you, like, so you can imagine what it was like for my mom to just set expectations <laughs> for my three younger brothers and I on a daily basis. I Particularly unhinged young brains and unpredictable <laughs> young brains. I have a good story about expectations. Oh, yeah. 
and then Hot. being broken. Yeah, so we were... Um, this is a, a wind-up, yeah, there if I've ever one. heard one. <laughs> there was, like, a group of kids, which... There was a group of, like, 15 kids, which is always a terrifying... No, it wasn't 15. That's young brain right there, thinking that it was... It was probably... There was a hundred of us. <laughs> yeah, it was a thousand of us. We were all worried. It's just you and Zeech. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So young brain taking on the been, world. I think I was 10 years old at this point. I was Yeah, I was 10 years old. And there was probably nine of us. It was like three girls, four boys. And there were uh, a lot of loose rabbits close to where we lived. And someone Cube? caught... <laughs> rabbits? Yeah, like rabbits. Just like little bunny rabbits running around. And uh, we caught... We Are you sure you didn't dream this? No, no, no. It's real. Do you have a long-standing relationship with rabbits? Did you call yourself a little bunny rabbit? <laughs> I do. Okay, so wait. The story gets dark so really quick. But, but let's keep it going real fast. Uh, so Are you referring to yourself? We, we catch a little bun-bun. Well, let's bun. keep it going real fast. <laughs> We catch a little bun bun. We catch a little rabbit. And uh, the girls, and it's kind of dirty. So the girls take it, like, we bring it back to my house. No one, we're unsupervised. There's no one at the house. Oh, this reminds me of Did something. you kill it? Uh, well, whoa. <laughs> so they take it into the, bath, the bathtub to wash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah, is yeah. like this a baby rabbit sitting alone in a bathtub. They're just spraying it with water, Private. petting it down. Singing alone? It dies of a heart attack in the bathtub. Yeah, dog. Dude, oh. I know. So yeah, this dude. is the expectation. Blammo. <laughs> This is the expectation hey, I had. Uh, my grandma had died about a year prior, and uh, my mom had explained that we cremated her. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Young brain at its prime. At its prime. Yeah. And the so we uh, got... <laughs> next logical step. <laughs> so, we, yeah, the next logical step is we get a trash bag. So the, the next year of Stuart's life he spent just finding roadkill and burning it. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a trash bag. Tight we pour me. gasoline into the bag. We put we put the rabbit. Yes, <laughs> yes, you did. We put the rabbit in the bag, and then we put it on the back porch, like, <laughs> and we just light it on fire. Wood, wooden porch? Huh? Wooden porch? No, it was oh, a, okay. it was a it was a cement porch. It was a it was a cement house, not yeah, a wooden house. You know what? Whidbey Island has a bunny overpopulation problem. <laughs> Maybe they could hire you to take care of that. Bounty hunter. Stay in Washington. So I've I've had a lot of moments as an adult being like, "Am I a sociopath for this?" I don't think so, but. Well, it just depends on whether you got a kick out of it or whether it was like you were mourning actively. No, we were... Uh, when Putin it happened... See, so uh, this is the thing that I didn't understand. It takes really high heat to cremate any kind of body. So all that happened was the plastic and the fur just burned oh, and then fuck. just <laughs> just stuck together. I think yeah. there's, like, there's pretty much an Melted identical together. scene like this in the movie The Butterfly Effect <laughs> with Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> And Dog, you're so dry. <laughs> <laughs> and we poured gasoline yeah. on it a few he more times and we lit it. it. Which also, why did it, like... More gasoline why is the did, solution. That's why do 10-year-olds have access to gasoline? Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, oh, that reminds me of a young brain science experiment I did uh, in seventh grade that was the presentation for science class. Everybody had to make a board and mine was uh, making napalm uh, <laughs> and burning it. And I took a bunch of... <laughs> I took a bunch of Polaroids of me burning napalm because you can make it really easily. You just get a bucket of gasoline and pour um, styrofoam packing peanuts into it. Oh. And the reaction forms this kind of viscous, uh, flammable material that's just essentially the same thing. And so I made some and talked about how it was made. And then I um, I was a troubled youth. <laughs> Blammo! Yeah. Well, th so that, that's a theme that's like present in Amarcord, but also like yes. a defining feature of Young Brain is just like combustibility. Yes. And oh, my God. oh, yeah. You had to smoke flammable that. shit. Yeah. 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 Smoke and slamming your foot down but on firecrack. I yeah. think I think the sort of the basic thing is it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, sure. that really yeah, it yeah, I sense. That it really right distills it. Yes. That really yeah. registers. It's true. 
<laughs> that's like, oh god, there's so many examples of that. When you get speeding tickets at age 16, you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a I got a speeding a ticket. A full one. stop. What? I got a speeding ticket at age 16 that? for driving 70 and a 35, going around a car in front of me in a one-lane road. So I went <laughs> into the, and then and then I ran and then I ran a, a red light and um and the cop pulled me over. And was like, you are the reason uh, people die. <laughs> what the? F- he goes, what the fuck was that? And I said, I hoped that he had just seen me running the red light, and um, and I was like, the red light. And he was like, and then just went through this laundry list of what I'd done. I got a reckless driving ticket. Yeah, I can never be a yeah. pilot <laughs> <laughs> because of young brain. I can never be a pilot. I mean, just the line, what the red light? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, just you a, saw that? Just a wishful thought. <laughs> <laughs> wishful thinking, homie shit is a feature. Yeah, of young wishful brain too. thinking, homie shit. So I think you can also access the seems like a good idea. It seemed like a good idea at the time, young brain, by being under the influence of some things. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. it's a common experience. Just, what, what do we? Think. It unlocks. It unlocks that uh, mentality for sure. That rationale. I'm more into. The, I'm more interested in the young brain that comes before you find substances to use, though, because it's like it seems really like it comes with this. Like I really didn't know. Yeah. yeah. More pure. I didn't know that I shouldn't be a peeping tom, or I didn't. Know I think that I should be doing these weird <laughs> things. You know what I mean? I feel like D- D- Dave just wants to avoid telling any more just extremely bleak stories of his. Uh, Using days and well, getting grilled for it, interrogated. No, because doesn't. I started there's using drugs. <laughs> I started using drugs really young too, and it was like, yeah, there's recklessness and insanity. But I think of the time before that, when I was ten, eleven, as I was unhinged. Yeah, yeah, I was super unhinged, doing yeah. insane shit. But <laughs> there seems to be that I, and this may vary from person to person, but I think at that age, when your brain is developing that fast, you are sort of. I mean, you have this kind of curiosity and drive like it's you know you're never happy to just sit and read a book or something you're out there looking like wow i wonder what would happen if i did this or oh look at that we should do something you know oh, yeah. about yeah. not not even that thoughtful but like okay here's the situation we're going to do you know, we'll yeah, throw, it, throw it, the firecracker yeah. or light the, bon- you know, whatever it is. It's I mean, it's sort of like a vibrating energy just yeah. emanating from yeah. you 100% of the time. Like when the kid tried to brick the baby in Amherst. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> just like this is, this seems to add up perfectly. <laughs> but it, with, and just like with not any intent, you know, really intent for the consequences. It's just no. like, oh, this, right, that, right. here we you know, whatever. I had access to a golf cart from the ages nine to eleven, oh, and I was unsupervised, and God, it just wow. sowed the seeds of so much destruction. Like I, I caused thousands of dollars worth of damage, <laughs> like I, regularly. Like we used to. There was, and the funny thing was that I was like, I drove recklessly because I was nine and ten, but I drove, I drove alone with friends. But I remember when we we ran over a freshly planted baby palm tree. And they're like, the stock is like pretty thick. So I was surprised when I hit it on accident that it just flattened under the golf cart. But once we discovered that, we found a row of freshly planted ones. And I just remember going like, just just flattened all of them. And we just did that. We just destroyed (laughs) things. I've got a really like Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a really similar story from when I was younger. I used to go up to Michigan to uh, visit my grandparents during the summer when I was a kid. And we we had access to uh, their golf cart when we were up there too. And at nighttime, there would be these... These frogs that would just come out into the road and like hang out, oh and we used to play this game in the golf cart where you just try and run over as many frogs and hear Oof. them pop. <laughs> Which, 
This is a really moment quiet, of silence. This is a we moment. Can of, hear this coming. This is a moment of dry. You're really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I mean, Yo, I I'm, feel regret. Both of your stories have made me feel really weird. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do that always. Just dry us out. Uh, I, I mean, Yo, let's, don't let I'm him part put of you the foil down. here. Yeah. Don't let him put you down. We've all got our roles to play. Yeah. <laughs> We've Some all got our just big slightly more unhinged in other areas. It's true. <laughs> I guess. So are we talking about young brain now, or are we talking about like how unhinged we were? Well, I was. Young, that's, those are young brain. The same, tr- thing, the same, yeah, the same thing. thing. Can we get a Ronan story? Yeah, Ronan's done. Or put you on the spot. We'll we'll give you a second. I mean, you got you up. got plenty of young brain dog. We all I did mean, it. We all did it. I don't have any super unhinged stories because I don't know. I had a fairly controlled childhood. I feel like actually, like <laughs> it's like you guys were sick. I was a yeah. good good no, kid. I was a good, <laughs> I was a good kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mom, do you have any young brain stories of me? <laughs> well, I just remember That's when, you, question. when yeah, you told me you were really you were into getting into hip hop and you were really mad because I didn't oh give you anything to rap about. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's tight. Yeah, I mean, there it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's so tight. May, <laughs> it, can we it, edit? <laughs> it may not have been true, but it was, you know, it was a good line. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you, did you ever, like, with your high school buddies go out and do something? Yeah, this well, is this is your time to get honest. Here. Only me, I mean, the Wildest Show, I guess, was me and Nathan like slipped into Northgate Mall when it was closed and like a worker was leaving and we just hung out closed in Northgate Mall hiding in like the Starbucks <laughs> place trying to avoid the security guards. That's pretty money actually. That's really tight. Yeah. That's but one of those, when you're a kid, those are so fun. Yeah, but we never destroyed anything or killed frogs. That's so good, good for you and I'm fucking proud of you. <laughs> Damn, I feel ashamed now. You shouldn't yeah. stop. <laughs> It's the thing is, if you have unsupervised children, like I, my childhood was highly unsupervised, mm-hmm. and so I got into trouble all the time because that's what you, young that's what happens with young brains if you let them run wild. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, got yeah, I got yeah. in trouble probably upwards of four or five times for throwing snowballs at at cars, um, and the police always had to come to like my homies and <laughs> I ho- hockey practice and be like, "Look, this is really dangerous." Actually, actually, like on a middle school trip. We went to central Washington and we stopped at like this pit stop or something and the freeway kind of went in this crevice between two big hills and a bunch of us just started throwing rocks at cars. Yeah. And like <laughs> then we started trying to like build a barricade with the rocks on the road. That's like and a classic young brain pastime. They almost yeah. throwing yeah. shit at moving they traffic. Can- they almost canceled the whole trip. It was like day one. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a young brain experience that uh, kind of mortified me. It's coming up for me right now. I, I actually... <laughs> I, it wasn't me. It was my next-door neighbor, Koji Nakano, who um, was definitely more young brain than I was, I think. But, we, but I was with wow. him, uh, and we, were, we would hide behind the bush by my house, and he would take these logs and, like, chuck them at the cars as they were going by. Logs? <laughs> yeah, these, like, like, little branches, you know? And, uh, like, you'd try to nail a car and then, like, not get seen. Like, you'd try and run, and the oh, yeah. car would, like, slam on its brakes. And one time, Koji Nakano took a log and just hucked it at this, like, trailblazer, and the window was open, and it hit the driver in the face. <laughs> it was, I was, like, eight years old, and he was laughing and laughing and laughing and obviously the car like veered off and like hit the like it, it got in like a minor accident <laughs> and like, I, like dude it was so brutal because like it was super serious is and, koji like, doing all right these days <laughs> <laughs> he's back in japan for sure um 
anyway, yeah. No, I remember being mortified because I was like, oh, my God, there are consequences to my actions. Oof. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I, I feel like the older version that, yeah. of that is, like, once you and your homies all get your licenses. Um, Oof. And then, and then it's, like, yeah, a different version of that same ty- type of, like, car shenanigans. Like, I remember one of my homies just threw an open cup of, like, McDonald's Coca-Cola into the window of somebody who was next to us in traffic. Oh shit! I would do that. That's tight. <laughs> the, uh, that reminds me of this young brain move I pulled, where uh, there was this person I really didn't like, um, and I was in a car full of people driving up Aurora right around 100 and. Um, uh, Come on, you 55th, 155th. Yes. Uh, And it was raining and the roads were slick. As it always is. And um, I was just in my car, big wide set car. um, As you always are. And uh, (laughs) I uh, I, I was coming, there was a red light ahead, right? And I was coming up to it and I was was talking about how this dude couldn't drive. And my person next to me, the the guy next to me was like, he's not that bad. Like, what's the big deal with this dude? And I was like, you want to see how this dude drives? Check this out. And I just waited till the very last minute to break and it was just like screaming halt and then I was just this I was this fucking close <laughs> to the uh, car in front of me that was stopped at the light oh, yeah. like I very very nearly just uh, yeah, did a big brutal yeah. Yeah. yeah and I scared myself afterwards but you know in the moment it when just you're like when the you're right a victim of your own power move <laughs> Check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah. sure we were uh, I was a victim of my own power move or I guess the collective power moves of my friends we, one time during Halloween it was the first year we all were 16 we were like driving around in like a crew in like three cars and and we weren't we weren't drinking or anything it was just yeah we were wiling out and uh, we were just stopping in residential neighborhoods and just kicking all of the political signs that were out in people's <laughs> front yard front lawns oh, not much has and, changed uh, baby and, and so and at one point we st- destruction uh, tours are the best oh yeah so we st- that's for the word sure. for it. destruction <laughs> tours destruction so tours? I was I was like I was in the middle of the three cars right and the car in front of me stopped and I pulled out in front of him because we spotted some signs that we were going to kick and actually about 20 seconds before this my homie Joey was out of my sunroof mooning the homies Joe, behind me your homie Joey Joey yeah Joey, Joey. he's a classic man um, and and uh, b- the guy behind me, Brad, <laughs> he he didn't realize we were stopping, and he just slammed into my car, and I just got uh, accordioned in between the two cars, and that was the first <laughs> major car accident that I had. And so what almost happened was Joey almost got into a car accident while attempting to moon, which would kill you. Me. Yeah, he probably would have gotten pinned in the sun. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah you get pinned or thrown like yeah, kill you. Yeah. Easily get That's easily young. paralyzed. This yeah. reminds me of a young brain moment. Um, <laughs> we all got, I got a so little dry stories. about that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't drive me out. I mean, I rode on the, yeah, just so many dangerous driving things when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I grew up in Mexico, and I remember like parents just letting their thirteen-year-olds have a car. Oh yeah, and, that was, and just whipping around so fast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, the the story that I'm reminded of is just like when. Yeah, I, I think you called it a destruction tour. We we used to go egging, like we used to just like egg houses, and we weren't old enough to drive. But my friend's mom uh, just like didn't know that we would take out her car, and we we're like thirteen. And like I remember one time I was like going through like 
a hard time or something, I was like super sad. And like the homie's response was like, it's okay, man. Let's just go egg some houses. <laughs> and like, I was There's like. something so cathartic yeah, about that. Like, it's so, oh, it feels like, good. I was like, okay, yeah. And like, I do, we were just, I was like super bummed, just like throwing eggs at houses and being like, and people were like, yeah, nice throw, man. <laughs> Yo, those are good friends, man. Dude, Truly. Being, being that bummed, <laughs> right? Like yeah. even just being what that bummed, bummed to begin about? with. Was it a tip? Uh, yeah. Callie Strong, I just like I couldn't Shouts get out. her to like me the way that I wanted her to, and you know that you know she went to a different school and I didn't have a car, and anyways I was really bummed about it, and uh, so my friends took me out egging. Good like, throw. Let's, yeah, like, let's go egg some cars and like throw baseball bats and mailboxes and stuff, and I was like, nice. All right, if you're ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling low, like just I'll I'll come by and swoop you. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah man. Do some good throws. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go collect some hood time. ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone ever watch uh this is a way weird reference, but Bam Margera made a movie called Haggard? No. No, but I did see all those CKY videos, which is, this a, is different. A no, Haggard Haggard that. is actually a scripted movie, like has a oh, plot. Wow. And it's terrible. But there's one scene where he talks about where one guy's crying because he got broken up with, and then Tony Hawk tells him that you should go smash glass, it'll make you feel better. And I remember being like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's exactly true. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's the best advice I've ever heard. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. To be seeing. Okay, um more young brain stories. <sighs> yeah, we young gotta we gotta slog through this. This last twenty here. We got a slow zoot. I mean we got a slow low zoot. It's been a sprint marathon. I'm trying to bring up the energy. I'm trying to think of how to bring up the energy. I mean you should tell us that story about the uh That story's so brutal. <laughs> no, maybe don't tell that story. <laughs> that story's too brutal. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm brutal too. Uh punishing a friend who fell asleep before everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic young that just feels like an unwritten young brain law. Just punishing your oh, friends, yeah. like Oh yeah. It's kind of brutal. But that is okay, so that is something I think in well, I want to let Ronnie go, but there is something inherent to young brain where it's just like all the things that you kind of want. You like, I mean, maybe other adults don't suffer from this, but where you're like, oh, what if I did this to this person right now? But you have like a governor in your head that's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But when you're a kid, it just doesn't exist. Well, in so much of childhood, we talked about this and uh, how we were shaped by it. So much of childhood is like figuring out how to be subjected to that sort of treatment and getting roasted and then figuring out how to like roll with it yeah and develop a, like a callousness to it or a, a resiliency so yeah i mean i feel like i feel fortunate to have had friends who just really roasted me big time even oh, um young man i feel like it's just randomly deciding again to fight with your friends oh um, yes and uh so there's this one sleepover i was having in high school early high school with um my friend nathan raven and tanner and we're at nathan's house and um it was like two o'clock in the morning and i was like on my phone and on the other side of the room raven yells at me to, for me to get off my phone because it's keeping him up and i'm like no and so he he like just like barges over and like steps on Nathan and it gets to me and like grabs my phone and goes back to his bed and I get I go back and grab my phone and he starts punching me in the head I'm like oh, what the hell Raven and then Nathan comes and just bites me in the arm <laughs> and, then, and then Tanner who's just like that's the most young brain aspect of it is the, the homie's not even involved yeah, in like, the in yeah. the conflict just coming in for the bite yeah, and then Tanner who's just like this massive like football dude looking dude um just grabs 
um, Nathan and just kind of falls to the floor with him. Um, and then everyone just kind of goes back to their own beds and we all go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is like such a, uh, yeah. Well, the and they're all still friends. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Well, Things that's just a, flared up that is the you. thing about young brain, the, f- the flare up and then the, the flare down that happens really <laughs> abruptly. Like that movie, the, the Spike Jones movie where the wild things are is really good at, at depicting that aspect of childhood where things go from being really playful and fun to being deadly and tragically serious immediately. Yes. And the change in tone that's so abrupt that you have a hard time like grasping it. Yeah. And, you have uh, a hard time keeping and it's up. just, yeah, it's like uh, disorienting. But that movie, like the, the mm-hmm. character characters in it are have power, which is what like you imagine like giving children the kind of power that like a giant monster would have is, <laughs> yeah, that's what's terrifying yeah. about it. Well, when you, I mean, when you're like playing with your homies, though, as a kid, you do have power in relation to, to like them. Awful things on each other, like just yeah. Didn't was Nathan a giant monster when he bit you? Yeah, I mean, he was like a sleepy monster at first, and then he just awoke. Oh. He, he, be, he became with, a wild with, thing with mouth wide. Don't awake the sleeping giant. Did he look like? Um, did his mouth look like a Francis Bacon painting? Well, the thing was, it was like pitch black in the room, so it was hard to tell where things were coming from. So I didn't know if he was biting me until I felt the bite. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had like this massive like bruise, like now bite mark on my arm for like a week. Nathan's yeah. capable of all sorts of things. Yeah, and my English teacher was like, "Ron, where did it come from?" And like Nathan bit me. <laughs> and Nathan's just kind of like this. It came from Nathan. I mean, he's like a he's like a very quiet, like not outgoing person. Small and, nerd person. Yeah, she, and she just she didn't nerd believe people. Me. She wouldn't believe that that happened. That well, would be a nerd move to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nerd. Nerd rage. Yeah. Uh, I got. Well, go on. Uh, I was just gonna mention another funny thing about your friends was New Year's. Uh, this New Year's, <laughs> there's a lot of remarkable young brain and just like yeah, homie just shit. Nathan a little bit too. Too wet brain. A little bit too drunk. And, uh, <laughs> wet I think I got really drunk and was asking everyone if they were proud of him. Well, he was, like, he'd pull out his white lighter and like lie to him and be like, are you proud of me? <laughs> wow. That's, like, a, that's, um, a, that's a really tight like drunk <laughs> brain maneuver where you're just like, you're, all of your insecurities are just on your shirt sleeve and you're just kind of like, I love you, man. I love you, man. How am I doing at this friendship thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of young brain as obsessed with Zippos, as Zippo lighters being the coolest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I could see it. I had like a Brady McGarry deal. That's like a wanting to be like Joe Gotti. I mean, I have friends that did that, so I guess it's like, yeah. yeah. Like getting a tattoo of Lucky Luciano. <laughs> yeah. Like, like just admiring like uh, Scarface, wise guys and shit is for sure a young brain deal. I'm but a lot of homies do not grow out of that. You I'm know? always confused by people like adults who didn't go through a phase of watching Goodfellas and Casino yeah. on repeat. Yeah, and just quoting, quoting it back quoting and forth Pacino. to each other all the time. Yeah, what do, what do you got going on there, Ayo? Just you obsessing. Had a, you had a look of just concern. Yeah, I'm obsessing about levels. I had levels. Yeah, I got in fights with all my best friends growing up. And I always, I lost all of those fights when I think about it. I'm you, sorry. <laughs> you, yeah. I wish you had had more W's. Yeah, no, I didn't have a lot of W's. I got beat up pretty bad a bunch of times. I got, uh, I was getting tortured at a golf tournament. Not like actually tortured. I was getting tortured, waterboarded I was just getting, at a <laughs> golf tournament. Well, kids torture the shit out of each other. Like, kids will will just, like, they find your weakness and there's just no impulse. Like, an adult, like, sometimes we we'll, we, like... 
prod each other because we know each other's weak spot. But there's a limit, again, you know not to cross the line. And kids don't have that line. So you just always say the most hurtful things to each other all the time. And that's just the repeated game. Yeah, well, that's why I think middle schoolers are, like, the cruelest people on the planet. Yeah, for yeah. sure. In large part. And I remember I, like, and they were doing that to me. Also because I just, like, because I was a perfect target a lot of times. And I overreacted because that's, that's the goal in those moments is to get someone to really react. <laughs> and I threw a swing at the wrong guy. And I came home with a big black eye. You can't swing on the wrong guy. Yeah, I always swung on the wrong guy. <laughs> Yo, if you take your shot, you best not miss. You yeah, know? no, I, mi- I I didn't miss. It just wasn't very effective. <laughs> if you if you take your shot, sometimes you hopefully do miss the wrong guy. <laughs> a lot uh, of my stuff was verbal. Like oh, yeah. I remember in the last day of third grade, this kid just opened up at the beginning of class about how his cat got really sick, and just out of nowhere, half like a couple hours later, I just said, "I'm gonna mess you up like your cat." And then, wow. and then I just started crying really hard. <laughs> That's the other best part about young brain is uncontrollable you, crying. And then you, and then you apologetically admitted that you also killed his cat. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't know. The teacher held my hand for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, you know what? That's a good sign that you had that level of like empathy and uh, regret yeah. after realizing that you made a mistake and hurt somebody. Unlike you. Yeah. No, I. So I had a I had a moment when I was younger where uh, we had like a, a class hamster and um, I don't like where this is going. And I, there, you know what? I'm sorry. There's so many animal dying stories. It was oh, it dies. <laughs> <laughs> I had a class why, hamster and I just petted is, it. And I loved it. No, I was. I loved it. No, I was being a good. <laughs> I loved it so much that it got overwhelmed. No, I. So I. I Got permission to take it into the uh, hallway in between our classroom and the, and the staircase. And um, and I was sitting on the ground with, like, one of my legs propped up, kind of like an arc. Um, and the hamster di- bolted underneath my leg when I wasn't looking. And I, like, put my leg down right at that moment. <laughs> and uh, and it just smashed into my leg, like, head first. <laughs> like, hey, like, like Jer tiny... with the garage door. <laughs> it's tiny little neck. And, uh, yeah, dude, it died. God. And I had to, uh, and I had to like you bring had to burn it. it. I, I had, we did like a, yeah, and then, and then I hit up Stuart and was like, we got to burn some shit. <laughs> I put it in a bag and set it on fire. It's like I'm a nine year old. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. I got Selling you. I got you. Line up. Yeah. No, and the the worst the worst part was like I had to go up in front of the classroom with my teacher and explain what happened, and I was just just bawling the oh. entire time. Couldn't get oh. even a word out. Man. This was like third grade um it's young brain regret oh, uh, <laughs> feelings of sadness and confusion i think um i think when i was pretty young like second grade i set like a, a like a um what are those like little roly-poly bugs yeah um i set it on a um uh like a spider web and then a spider jumped out and started killing it, and I started crying. <laughs> I was just like, "What do you think was gonna happen, bro?" I was still, yeah, that still, that still bums me out to this day, actually. Another thing I did in like I think fourth grade was that uh, there was a skating rink close by, so there were like a lot of, um, there were like f- formals, I guess you would say. So you for threw elementary tacks school. on the skating rink? <sighs> no, I was. <laughs> no, I hadn't yet become Patrick Bateman, but I. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, th- so there were couple skates, and there were like girls ask guys skates, and then girl uh, guys ask girl skates, and, and stuff like that. Um, and one of them was called the snowball, uh, and it doesn't mean anything. You hold someone's hand and ride around a couple times, and it's hugely meaningful in the moment. But um, 
I remember the day or two before one of these, a girl and her mom, her mom was like chaperoning her, a girl came up to me and asked me if I wanted to go to the snowball with her, like basically pre-asking me to dance. Dude, I didn't get what was going on. Like I was drawing a blank. I didn't understand what she was asking. I was confused and I said no. (laughs) Wow. And then her mom tried to clarify and I said no again. And the look on both of their faces was just horrendous. <laughs> it was appalling. It was awful. Wow. And dude. I remember not even understanding what was happening. And then afterwards, I was just, I thought about it and I was like, wait, wait? <laughs> what? I did what? You woke up from the trance. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's a, that is a confusing thing about childhood is when, when your actions have consequences that you don't understand, like you don't understand the causal line that led to people reacting in like a hostile or, or you know, unappealing way. Yeah, I was sort of like feeling lighthearted about the interaction and I was confused about the shift in tone. This is not the response I predicted. Yeah, and then afterwards I was like, well, that isn't what I want. That's the opposite of what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> like I had no, I had positive feelings about this girl, right? And like, I think, I wonder if it's just her mom being there was the confusing part. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, there you go. Well, that that's the hallmark of young brain is many things are very confusing. I think that's Certainly. just, I, I was 10 and I got sent to California for two or three weeks to stay with relatives, um, without the rest of my family. And, um, I was staying with my dad's mom who was like really one of these strict people. And so I was pretty nervous just being in her house, but I had, Uh, There were things that, you know, we talked about with my parents, like if they said somebody was a real character, it was a real compliment because that meant they were interesting. And and so I used this term in front of my grandmother and she was just aghast that I would say anything like that about a person because in her mind it was a real huge criticism. And I was just like, it was, and I was already nervous because she was very strict about like table manners and all these kinds of things. And I was like, I haven't. No idea what I just did wrong. You know, I just had, it was really upsetting, but I couldn't figure it out because it was something that we would use as commonly as a uh, compliment. Yeah, you're like, wow, I'm in a different what space with a completely <laughs> different set of standards. Yeah, here, I'm working really hard to know what the rules are, and then you but just switched them on. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> that's yeah. the hallmark of good. Like, the, what makes young brains so uh, explosive is that often adults don't really know what they're doing. No. <laughs> I was uh, a kid, and we were at golf lesson, and we were on whatever. We were on second course, and this kid kept making a mistake, and the pro was like, here, I need to show you how to do this. I'm going to hold your head, stand behind you. And the kid said, hey, are you sure that's safe? And, he, and the pro was not – shouldn't have worked with kids. He said, shut up and do what I say. <laughs> and the kid took a full swing, and on the backswing, cracked the pro in the head. Right, and, yeah. and he was bleeding. Like, just blood starts coming out of his head. <laughs> he, the pro <laughs> takes bleed a yeah, lot, too. Yeah, the kid takes the uh, – the pro takes the kid's towel and, like, puts it on his head and then just walks off. Like, leaves the kid's un- unsupervised, walks back to the, the pro house or the pro shack to take care of himself. And I remember the most – the more important memory was that the kid who hit him started – bawling hysterically because yeah. he thought he had killed him. Yeah. He's like, I killed him. I killed him. And we, we were like, I don't remember what I said. I, I might have said, yeah, you probably did. <laughs> yeah, dude, I um, I kicked my Taekwondo instructor's hand by accident during like a kick exercise because I graduated from the white belt 
like kind of sad side studio to the main dojo with the homie. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, he was just like, ah, oh. And then he made me do 20 push-ups, and I was just crying doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, I quit Taekwondo. And I was just like, I can't handle this. One time um, at, at dinner, a kind of similar situation as yours, Mary Kay, uh, my brother, Corey, who's the middle of my three younger brothers, and a, somebody who was inflicted by an, a particularly volatile version of young brain. Um, he, uh, I guess, just out in society somewhere, heard the expression four-eyed prick and didn't realize that it was it was offensive and inappropriate. <laughs> and so, like, we're all having a good time. My dad is, like, uh, revels in being a family man, and whenever the family is all together doing, like, a dinner, like a sit-down dinner together, he's, like, really psyched and kind of jovial and positive and at one point like everybody's laughing and just like in good spirits and Corey was just like well shut up you four-eyed prick and then (laughs) and like and it was one of the (laughs) it was like one of those he was probably like uh eight eight years old and and it was one of those moments where uh where the mood changed so quickly, like my 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 brother Charlie and I, who were like old enough to understand what had just happened, were just like stone faced and kind of like uh, waiting for the reaction. And my dad was just like, "Go upstairs." <laughs> <laughs> the tone change was so stark and immediate, and uh, and yeah, it was a similar deal where you could just see the confusion wash over his face, the the dawning of the thought, uh, "Wow, I fucked up." <laughs> well, just like when adults. Don't set good rules, and kids are like, "Wait, what did I do?" Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, we have a, in my family lore my brother Tim, who's like uh, four years younger than me. I, we were talking for some reason with my dad, and Tim must have been about ten or eleven or something. And, uh, I don't know why we were were we talking about it, whether he dated in high school or something like that. And he was something. My dad was like, "Yeah, I had some girlfriends before I met your mom." And <laughs> I don't know why he said this, but it was one of those things where he'd heard a word that stuck in his head, but he had no idea what he was talking about. He goes, oh yeah, old syphilis. (laughs) Syphilis lips. Whoa! (laughs) Where did that it sounds like that's not even a real saying. No one had like old syphilis lips. That's not like who. I mean, the, yeah, if you're down by the docks. Well, it just—it sounds like he was just referring to somebody in town that everybody knows about. Oh yeah, old syphilis lips. My dad was so shocked. He didn't say anything. My mother was like, "What?" I, you know, and she, uh, she was one of the people that if. Even if it was wildly inappropriate, if it was funny, she would have a hard time not laughing. That's the best adult. Yeah. If it's yeah, funny, yeah. you got to laugh as an adult. And so Tim had no idea what he had just said. <laughs> it was great. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really like about inter- those kinds of interactions uh, because I can, with a teenager, you can instruct them like on the spot. You can be like, that's a wild thing to say because of X, Y, Z. The context is this. And then a lot of the times their reaction is like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. But yeah, if you just, if, you're, if your gut reaction is to get f- absolutely furious <laughs> and order them up to the room where there's no understanding up there. There isn't more understanding up there than there is down here. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> My girlfriend 
has a story that I really like where she was she's she was raised Mormon and then her and her dad had a kind of tumultuous relationship when she was a teenager because I think she was kind of like exiting the church to an extent and they were having a fight and maybe they she hadn't stopped being Mormon at this point but they were having a fight and then at some point uh, she just says eat me to him <laughs> which like just destroyed him and she didn't understand the context of what that meant right yeah and it, I don't know why just the whole that is perfect young brain. And then the family overreacted and it became a big deal. And then Luz later explained what she did, but. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. I think even when you're young, you can, you can hear something and understand that it's like a term that has some kind of power or something, even when you have absolutely, you're totally confused about whatever it is, whatever it actually means. But you yeah. could, you've, heard, you've heard it used it with somewhere with an impact. That's all you really know. Yeah, the thrill of like learning swear words when you're really young and understanding that they're forbidden and and like picking your spots in terms of where you use them. That's a that, that's a young brain uh, sensation. Like, minefield. Yeah, that's a young brain minefield. What about watching? Okay, this is uh, my brain was just wandering right now, but I think we have. I don't know how much time we have. Oh, but. I think we're we're wrapping up like pretty much. Right? What is it though? Oh, it's just being when you're young and you watch other people get hurt catastrophically and what your reaction to it is <laughs> like not like life like life altering stuff obviously i'm not trying to touch on that but i'm i remember as a kid we were in a golf cart riding down the street and my brother's friend was on the back and then he was like look a duck and he just like didn't he just jumped off the back while it was moving but didn't like do like a running land he just landed feet planted and then the momentum carried him forward and he like face first into the cement he did a big thwap he, ba- <laughs> <laughs> he thwapped out his four front teeth oh, <laughs> oh, oh. and i remember just like the the visual though is like what's in, like what gets burned in your head when you're a kid because you don't see like i guess as an adult it's the same thing but for some reason as a kid it carries this like higher uh i mean the the adult version of that is just like don delillo's white noise and just like that book, just the allure of catastrophes. Yes, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, oh, damn it, that's actually kind of a dry thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a good book. Uh, all right. Um, oh. Any other notes about Young Brain? <laughs> Mary Kay, thank you for uh, helping us out here. My pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Ronan, good of you to guest. For sure. The two wet boys that are left, other than me. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it out. <laughs> hey, it's been a pleasure. Uh, ship it. <laughs>